Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Graduate Coach Podcast. This is the solo podcast series in which I go through seven questions related to training and nutrition each episode and I answer them and discuss kind of best practices that you can all take away and implement into your own life. So without further ado, I will crack on with the seven questions. So first question is, what is my opinion on cheat days? Personally, I don't believe they're a good idea and I don't think you should label these days as a cheat day, quote unquote, because what I believe is that the word cheat implies a negative kind of connotation surrounding it. It's saying you're going off track with your diet for a day or a meal or a week, whatever it may be, and that's not healthy. I think that will lead to negative relationships with food if you see certain foods as bad or off limits. Personally, I believe any food that you enjoy should be consumed, obviously, with everything within moderation and everything within your kind of prescribed amount of calories for that day. A little bit of leeway, like here and there, is obviously good for kind of flexibility purposes, but in terms of get back to why cheat days aren't a good idea as I've said like there's a negative kind of relationship that can build there implies that you're being bad and just overall I don't think there's a single bad food out there everything in moderation so that's kind of my uh, opinion summed up I think really they should be called, well, really what they are is kind of refeed days or they should be structured refeed days. If you have like a bad day, just get on with it. Don't call it a cheat day. Just like get on with it. Just as like, ah, oh, yesterday I ate a little bit too much. That's absolutely fine. Today I'm going to hit my calories. I'm going to hit my protein and I'm going to do my cardio. And that's that. At the end of the day, as long as you're kind of consistent 80% of the time, you're going to be making progress. So don't worry if you slip up just a little bit. It's not going to matter in the long run because really at the end of the day, this fitness thing is a lifelong journey. It's not like I need to be shredded by this holiday. Like that's great that you want to do that, but like it's a lifelong journey and you don't have to be, like you don't have to be shredded for that holiday you just want to but yeah so moving on to the second question so how much rest should I take between sets I think this is completely dependent on how much energy and like intensity you're putting into that set if you're doing like a one rep max then you're going to need like rest uh, preferably like five minutes plus if you're doing kind of like two to five reps, I would say at least three minutes. If you're doing kind of six to kind of eight reps, I would say two minutes. And then kind of nine to kind of 15, I would say 90 seconds. And then anything above kind of 15 where it's more kind of like endurance, I guess, you can go as low as like 30 seconds because you're not going to really be outputting a lot of energy it might be quite intense and in terms of kind of the burning kind of sensation and the build-up of lactic acid 
but you're not going to need a lot of rest in between those sets. So that's just like a basic kind of recommendation for the different kind of rep ranges and intensities. So third question is when should I change my kind of fitness program? Really, the only time you should change it is when you stop seeing results for a long kind of time. Even then you need to assess what's happening in your diet and also whether you've just become complacent in your training. Like you need to stick with a program for at least three months, I would say, in terms of doing the same movements. Like you need to stick to them and get used to them. That's the only way you're going to get stronger. Like just program hopping is just a quick far away to not see any results and look the same year round. So really stick to it for at least three months. Then ask yourself, have I made progress in those three months? Like, am I getting stronger? Am I doing more reps, etc.? If you are, then carry on with it. The only time you should change, as I say, when you stop seeing results for a long time, and by a long time, I mean at least a month or so. If you're a novice, then I think a little bit less because you should be progressing kind of pretty much week on week. If you're intermediate, I would say like a month and in advance, really, you've got to take everything with a pinch of because it, you're lucky if you add like 10 to 20 pounds on your one rep max if you're an advanced lifter, just because it's so hard. Kind of past the two to three year training life kind of mark, anything uh, like that you can progress in is pretty much like gold dust because it's quite hard to progress unless your training is pretty much on point, your nutrition's on point. The more kind of you go through a kind of training life, the more kind of specific you're going to have to be. Okay, so moving on to the next question, it's will weights make women bulky? And I think you see this kind of myth a lot. And to be fair, I absolutely hate it just because it stops women from lifting weights just because they're scared they're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger overnight. And that's simply not the case. So firstly, because women have a lot less testosterone than men and testosterone is the main hormone involved with building muscle. And also kind of genetically and like physically males tend to be stronger than women and lift heavier weights which is more condu conducive to being bigger whereas with women lift they're not obviously not lifting lighter weights but lifting less uh, than their male counterparts and that's like the training stimulus isn't going to be as great to produce produce the same kind of stimulus and also just the the fact that women think they're going to get bulky is just ridiculous. Um, but the definitive answer is no. At the end of the day, it's just going to make you look leaner, look sexier, etc. Okay, number five. Should I disclose my medication to my personal trainer? Absolutely. Like, as a personal trainer, they need to know exactly what prescription or taking whether it's going to interfere with the training whether it's going to interfere with your nutrition the more they know about you whether that's kind of 
like literally everything about you, your stress, your fatigue, your medication, your stress. Um, sorry, I said stress already. Um, like the more they know, the more they're going to be able to adjust your nutrition and training program to your specific needs. Um, so I think it's really important just to be open and honest about absolutely everything you can. So number six, how important is nutrition when it comes to weight loss? At the end of the day, it's pivotal. If you're not in a calorie deficit, you're not going to lose weight. Uh, but that being said, you shouldn't just, I guess, part of your training because the way I see it, the like the nutrition complements the training and the training complements the nutrition if you could be prescribed the best training program in the world but if you're not doing or you're not eating in the right way you're not going to be making any progress uh, also the same way like you could be like training absolutely like spot on but if you're not like in a calorie surplus you're not going to be gaining muscle at the end of the day so the two are like intertwined and they both need to be on point to a certain degree to create basically the goal or get closer to the goal that you want like people say it's 80 percent nutrition 20 percent training i see it as 50 50 as i've just said like they're both intertwined they both need to be in place so moving on to the last question how should i work out basically when i'm stressed out i think really that's like one of the best times to work out just because you can direct all that energy into your workout like like if that's anger then absolutely go for it because like one of the metrics I track in terms of my clients is how stressed they've been during their week um just because I want to know what's going on in their life like as I said with kind of the medication question the more I know about the client the more I can help uh, or the more I can adjust their training and nutrition to suit them but I think it's in terms of stress like if you're a 10 out of 10 stress then you need to ask yourself what's going on in your life why are you so stressed what like like your coach shouldn't have to like be your mentor in terms of stress like they can give you like certain recommendations but they shouldn't have to like do it like reduce the stress for you um but that being said when like obviously if you're stressed i'd say that's probably quite a good time to work out just to get a release of energy um it's just a little bit harder to remain focused so write down obviously what you're doing that day in terms of the sets and the reps and the kind of exercises that you're doing plan in advance so you don't have to think because i see i think what could add even more to the stress is just having to think about what you've got to do next so minimizing like the stress in the gym in terms of decision making is going to be vital there but as a general kind of kind of takeaway I think it's absolutely fine if you're stressed and you're working out um, just because I think stress is a part of everyone's daily life and if we were to say oh don't work out when you're stressed then nobody would work out ever just because there's an element of stress 
every single day, I think. So those are the seven questions. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, this is episode number five, and this will be coming out. Every, obviously, this kind of series will be coming out every single Thursday and Sunday. So I look forward to speaking with you next time. If you've got any questions that you want kind of answered on this podcast, then please just uh, message me on Instagram at thegraduatecoach underscore. And I will be happy to include them on the next episode of the podcast. Uh, With that being said, if you enjoyed this, please give it a share with your friends. um, Share it on your Instagram. It will be greatly appreciated. And any exposure, obviously, is going to help me out a lot. Um, So uh, thank you for listening. And I look forward to speaking with you next time.